party people. This is Me, Myself, and Millie, a podcast about pop culture and hot goss through the lens of your nosy neighbor. I'm your host, Millie Brooks, and thanks for tuning in, guys. Our heartfelt topic today is being 95 with my character of a grandmother, Marge Kimball. I interviewed her back in August when I went home to Detroit to visit, and I have to say, it was such a delight to talk to her in this type of forum. I got to ask her questions that I just never really had the opportunity to ask, I guess. Um, And to give you a little bit of backstory, my grandma and I haven't always been so close. Um, One could say that we were two queen bees in the castle, and that's just one too many queens, let's be honest. Um, But over the years, I think we both have aged more gracefully and um, have found new I certainly have found new appreciation for my grandmother, um, especially with the passing of my mom in 2018. Um, I have found us clinging more to each other than we ever have before. Um, I guess, you know, with every hardship comes a new opportunity for growth. Um, So, In this episode, my mom does come up, as well as a few other family members, and I want to briefly paint a small family picture for you. You have Karen, my mom, and my grandmother's daughter, Joe, my uncle, and my grandmother's son, Nani, who's my great aunt, and my grandmother's sister, who just turned 98 this year. I know, I know. And Uncle Tom, who is Nani's son. So that's a small window into our big family tree. You'll see that my grandma is a woman with strong family values, very rooted in her faith, and she also loves to gamble on the internet. (laughs) So you could call her a very dynamic person. Um, To say that she's lived a full life would be an understatement. She really is the matriarch of our family, as well as the small town in Michigan where she currently lives and has lived all her life. Um, And when I asked her, this was the this was the most interesting thing about this interview, guys. Um, When I asked her what she was most proud of. It was really the relationships that she has with people. Um, It wasn't money or wealth or success or material possessions. It was really the relationships that came up um, in her answer. Um, Her relationships with her family and friends, that was the biggest takeaway. Okay, I am not going to explain the whole episode. I want you to experience it for yourself. Um, one small disclaimer, disclaimer, sorry. One small disclaimer is that the pace of the interview is a little slower than um, the rest of these interviews for obvious reasons. She's 95. Um, all right, so sit back, settle into this episode, and here's my grandmother. 
here we are with the legendary Marjorie Ann Kimball, who just celebrated her 95th birthday. Welcome, Graham, a.k.a. Marge. Thanks for joining the podcast today. You're welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So let's talk about birthdays for a second. Mm -hmm. You just celebrated your 95th birthday here in Linden, Michigan. What did you do and how did you celebrate? We didn't have any big affair at all. In fact, I think Nan and Tom came out a couple days before. And I think that Anthony and his family were on their trip. So I didn't really have a big celebration. Oh, wait a minute. My, my, two of my friends went, we went down to Losey. Yes, for, which is the senior center here. And it's very nice. And they served lunch and we had lunch and, and took my picture and had the tab banner on the table saying happy 95th. Wow. That's what I did for my birthday. At the senior center? Mm-hmm. How many people showed up? Oh, well, we just, just invited. There were like eight of us. That's a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Not was, bad. It was nice. I think I have a picture of it out there I might show you. Yeah, that they would be They had a fun. banner said nine, happy 95th or something. A banner on the table? Or no, a sash? Yeah. Like a sash? I think it was a sash. That would go lay across your, yes, your body? Yes, I think I have a picture of it. I'd have to look and see. I may have mislaid it. Okay. Well, we'll have to see that. Well, happy birthday. That's a really... Thank you. That's a really it's a big milestone. deal. It's a milestone. Yeah. Right. Um, do you have a favorite birthday celebration from your youth? No, we just had, you know, a few little friends in. I'm trying to think, did I have a... I think for my 50th birthday that your mom and, and dad, I think we... We went out to some place in Northville, mm. but I've forgotten exactly. I can't remember. I remember your fiftieth wedding anniversary. Yes, with with Gramp. That was pretty epic. Yes, that was fun. Yes, that, that was a pretty big turnout too. That was in Northville, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was in Novi. Novi, yes. Yeah, you're right. It was in Novi. Yep, that was fun. And is that when Grandpa said? Uh, I knew I married an angel because she's always up in the air about something. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 That's what he said? Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. pretty great. Yeah, everybody thought it was quite funny. Because <laughs> she's always up in the air about something. <laughs> so um, that was good. Do you, what is your earliest memory as a child? Well... I remember the place where we lived downtown. I'll show it to you after. And uh, I remember the the kitchen. I remember the stairway kind of went up. And then, but then I was four, only four years old when we moved from there. When Grandpa built the house, we moved in 1928 when I was four years old wow. to that house, which is still there. We'll have to go past it. I'll go past that and show you where that is. And then that's where... But then... 
I forget. He built, they built the... Your dad. Yes, built. my dad. Mm-hmm. Yes, built a house. I'll show you where that is. And then that's where they lived when I was married, when Nani was married. Mm-hmm. Nani was married at that house. I was, the dad and I were married in the church. You the and Grandpa, Grandpa. Grandpa yeah. and I were married in the church. But your earliest memory would be the orientation, you're saying, of like the stairwell and the... Yes, I can remember the house, and I can remember we had a red and white checked tablecloth. And I remember, it's the funniest thing, I remember one incident, and I was only three or four years old. See, my father's business was downtown, I'll show you. He built the building. It's still there. And he was in the car business and the, he had a really nice gal which I really loved. She was a family from Lyndon Florence Hogan and I used to love to go down and visit her but of course somebody went with me. But this one day I guess I decided that I was going to go down and see Florence by myself and my Aunt Maisie was visiting, that would be my mother's sister-in-law, was visiting, and they missed me, and they didn't know where I was, and they started down the street and down to where, of course, when they saw that I was headed for my, I can remember that incident, and I was so little, don't remember much from that, from that young age, did, but I remember... Aunt Maisie scolding me that, you know, I scared everybody. And I said, did I drive my mother in Shay? In Shay? And I meant insane. <laughs> yes. Isn't that, I remember that and I was so little. Well, because said, you did just. did I drive my mother in Shay? I was so little, meaning insane. And, you wow. know, because she scolded me and made me go back Home. Florence did? Or no. no. Who Aunt was that? Maisie. Matt Maisie. You don't remember them. That would be my one of my mother's. But you were wife. scolded because you went off you by ran myself. off by yourself and you didn't tell anybody. Right. I was gonna go down to my dad's business. I'll show you where we lived yeah. and I'll show you where the business was. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see it. I kind of remember that. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I don't remember too much at that age. But you remember being, you remember saying in Shay mm -hmm. mm -hmm. versus insane. Uh-huh. And, and, and Aunt Maisie couldn't understand it. Oh. Isn't that funny that you'll remember some funny little thing like that? Yeah. And I can remember, you know, going down to my dad's business in Florence. She was a sweetheart of a person. She's gone now. <laughs> it's interesting what sticks in your memory and what doesn't. Yes. You yes. know. Right. What um, is your advice to people on how to age gracefully? Well, I, I don't think I would have any real advice. I think it's all in your matter of, of your genes, and maybe I can't say that I had wonderful eating habits. I always ate too many sweets, but of course I never had a drop of alcohol in my life. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that makes, because Nani would take, you know, an occasional 
cocktail or something if she was at a party. Right. I mean, she wouldn't get out a drink for herself at night, but if she, you know, Ross was in the business. Right. Uh, but I never had a drink in my life. Do you, but in terms of, like, um, mentality, like, how do you age gracefully and have a good attitude about it? Less about physical, how to stay physically um, healthy, but more about how do you stay, how do you age gracefully in your attitude? I don't know. You just have to have a good attitude and, and an acceptance of life as it is dished out to you. Right. And I think you have to uh, make friends and keep friends. And I think I've always done that pretty well, as your mother did. Your mother had so many good friends. Uh, so, I don't know. I just did it. <laughs> and I never, that's it, I, I never lived what you might call a high-styled life or anything, you know, never stayed out all night or it was just just an ordinary life. But many people live ordinary lives and they die young. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that works, really. It's a mystery. It's a mystery, and I feel that it's, that's all in God's hands and I don't question that. That's a good that's a good attitude. Uh-huh. Just whatever. Do you what is your favorite thing about October in Michigan? Well, the leaves turning. I used to feel uh, a, a sadness and I still do to some respect. But I know that it is a beautiful time with the leaves and Jane and I quite often take a little trip up north so that we can see the but the foliage from between here and Ann Arbor, between here and where your dad lives, is beautiful. It is. But uh, I guess I think spring is my favorite time of the year. Is it? Uh-huh. Why do you like spring? Oh, because everything's coming to life, and the leaves come out, and the grass turns green. And I think where in the fall, I have a sense of everything dying. Mm -hmm. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful. picture of death oh, it in is. a way. I don't dislike it, but I guess spring is my favorite. Spring is your favorite season. Yes, yes. Looking back, I love May and June. I think they're my favorite two months. Well, Grandpa's um, birthday yes. is in May. In May, and my mother's was in June. Oh, wow. And Karen, Karen, my mom, right. was born in June. In June. There's a lot of celebrations. But June is a beautiful month, usually. I think it's one of our... Now, a lot of people prefer the fall with the foliage and everything, and I don't dislike it, and I appreciate the foliage, but I like the spring better. You like the spring. Well, looking back on your life, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud that I think I took good care of my family. I took care of Nani and I took excellent care of Grandpa and of Grandma. And I think I took good care of of uh, your Grandpa, Ralph, for one year that he was sick. And I think we had a, a good marriage. And I'm proud that 
I've always stayed close to my church because I feel, uh, you know, I feel that we need the spiritual strength that comes from attending church. And the community. And the community, right. And I've lived here, of course, all my life. Most of my old friends are gone, but I feel very fortunate because I've made new friends that treat me so beautifully. Friends that are my daughter's age, Mm -hmm. like Bev Smacka and Shirley Bowers and Phyllis and the people across the road, though they're so wonderful to me. And Susie Brody. Oh, I have so many. You are surrounded by a good group of people. Oh, yes. Last night, I had people visit with me. Mo and Cindy Ryan. We sold them a little piece of property years ago. And they would be... She was had, She was the uh, personnel director of Ann Arbor Schools for years. She just retired. Very nice people. And, and he worked for GM, but he had a big job. They have their own airplane and everything. But they they call up and want to come and visit me. Brought me some sweet corn. And I think, I'm so lucky. You, you know, have a lot of gratitude, too. I think right. that's maybe your secret to mm-hmm. aging gracefully, is I'm gratitude. You, so you thankful for everything. Yeah, everything, big and small. Right. And if something happens that I'm not pleased with, like losing Karen, well, that's you just have to go on. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Isn't it hard for you sometimes? Yeah. To think. Yeah, it is. But you didn't spend the time, and of course, I didn't spend. Mom had many, many friends. Yeah, she and was she popular. Actually, spent more time with her friends than she did with me. But I understood that. That didn't make me feel bad. I was glad when I did get to be with her. Because mm-hmm. she was always a joy and a help, you know. Yeah. It's hard to explain those things, isn't it? I know. It's, it's not the right way things, the right order of well, things, you think, well, you know? I know, but of course... I could understand Mother had so many friends, and they all liked her, and they all wanted her time. Yeah. So I could understand that. Yeah. I think grief is really hard to explain, and it comes in waves, and that's what I'm I'm experiencing for myself, that it's just difficult to um, really put into words sometimes that's what right. you're feeling that's and what's right. happening. That's but it, right. it's good to have people around that can can listen, right? And and Do be there. Do you have friends where you are? That oh you yeah, can... oh yeah. I've got a big. Both Roan and I have a big community Isn't of people. That nice. Yeah, we feel really lucky. We're Isn't really nice. lucky. What is your favorite memory of your grandchildren? Well, one of them with you would be seeing you on the stage in Chicago. That was fun. That was fun. And your high school graduation and Anthony's uh, playing basketball. We love to see Anthony play basketball. 
and Anthony's graduation from Duke. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Now I have a few like fun questions that I've never asked you, but are good to know. Um, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. Chocolate. Just plain chocolate. Or I guess white chocolate chip would be my favorite. White ice cream with chocolate chips in. Or And your favorite season is spring. Yes. If you could play any sport, what would it be? I guess I liked golf. I never got any better, but I liked it. And I, I wasn't tall enough to be a good basketball player. I tried. Yeah. But I wasn't tall enough, you know. Favorite holiday? I guess Christmas. Christmas? Mm-hmm. Now, Graham, every day at 5 p.m., you play a little game online. Tell us a little bit what that game is and why you love it so. I play contract bridge. I've always loved bridge. I learned to play bridge when I was 10 years old. Nani and her friend were older, and they could play better. We had a cottage at the lake, and we'd go out on the raft, take our cards, and play bridge. We didn't know too much about it. The cards often would blow in the lake. We'd have to dive in and get them. But I remember that. Then I've then after I was married, we always had a little bridge club of friends, you know, two or three tables. They're mostly all gone now. There might be one still living, which would be, well, no, Grandma Mike wasn't in the bridge club. I think they're probably all gone now. And then, uh, but when you just play that kind of bridge, you don't learn anything, or you don't get any better. But some years ago, I started playing duplicate bridge, which means that everybody plays the same hand, and you're judged accordingly. And that's what I really enjoy. And I went into Flint two or three times a year and played in that group, and you can earn master points, which is meaningless, but for a bridge person, it's rather interesting. But now I don't have them going into Flint, so I play on the computer online, and it's very interesting. You play 12 hands, and you play, last night I played with someone from Saudi Arabia. Wow! Uh-huh. You're meeting people all around the world. Sure. That's sure. fun. Uh-huh. Um... Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you wish to ch- wish to share? Well, I'm very proud of my family, and my big wish is that my family always sticks together. Yeah. Don't ever become estranged or out of the circuit with any of your family, because in the long run... Friends are wonderful, but in the long run, family is the rock that we depend on. So I want you to remember that. Those are good words. Yes. Wise words. Yes, yes. Um, well, before we sign off, I want to share with you some of my favorite memories okay. that I've had with you. Good. Euchre. 
playing euchre tournaments yes. during Thanksgiving and Christmas. That was yeah. always, that will always stick in my mind as, as a tradition. Right. You know, and we'd even get into tournaments. Yes. Oh, Ralph loved euchre. Ralph, yes. Ralph yep. Grandpa, Grandpa loved, loved, loved euchre. Yes. Um, I also, one of my fondest memories was coming to Florida and meeting you and Gramp yes. down near Orlando and playing dominoes. Yes, and I was so nervous that I said if I thought I was going to be this nervous, I wouldn't have let her come alone. You came, you were only about 10. I was 9. 9? Th- maybe I was and 10. you made that trip. Oh, I was so nervous. But do you know, I never forgot it, when you got off that airplane, there was somebody on each side of you holding your hand. Do you remember that? I don't. Absolutely. They were taking good care of you. Not just one person, but two people were, were leading you off the plane, and we had to, you know, identify ourselves. And I remember everything. Grandpa pulling out his wallet and showing his ID. Uh-huh. I, and this was, this was before 9-11, where you could come right up to the gate to, right. meet, to meet people. Right. Off of the plane. Right. So, um, yeah, I remember that. I remember Gramp reaching into his back pocket and getting out his wallet and showing him their, uh-huh. his ID. Oh, yes, we had to show who we were. Yeah, yeah. And that's good. You that's know, good. That's it's good. good to have those checks and balances. That's right. And you had a good time down there, I think. Oh, we had a blast, Grandma. I remember playing dominoes till... Yes, and till you went, 10 p.m. You went in the pool a lot. They had a pool there where we were. I remember, and you let me go into the jacuzzi. Yes, that's remember, right. And we also, we also went to bingo. Did we? Yes, that's right. But At they the... wouldn't let me touch the playing card because oh. it because it's gambling. But I was too young. But I could just stand there and like. I see. You had to. I wasn't allowed to touch the. I didn't remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. And I was just squished in between all these senior citizens. Oh, yes. Bingo's big down there. <laughs> it's really big. Oh, big. Big. <laughs> Nana used to go to bingo. She with, would? Yeah, with her a couple of her friends. They'd love it. Oh, And gosh. they went to the horse races quite a bit. Yeah. When she was in Florida. You know, one of the things that I think I really admire about you and I'm very inspired is that you were one of the first female gift sales representatives. Second one. The second one in the whole state of Michigan Mm -hmm. in a field that was predominantly dominated by men. Right. You know, when retail was really big. What right. was it? Seventy years ago or so, oh. it was all about retail and the and the front of, and owning a store and selling and right. you know and you were a manufacturer's representative right. to other stores in lo- in Michigan, Southeast Michigan, and you were one of uh, and two been, women. That's right. That I was the second woman in the business. Wow. Uh-huh. Was it was that challenging? I don't know. I guess it was, but we needed. I mean, when we sold our store, I remember we had what money from our store was sixty some thousand dollars. That's all we had to our name, and we didn't have a business. Yeah. So we tried two or three things, and we had coin op laundries when they were new. Anyway, 
when we first got into the business between us. I think the first year that we were in the rep business between us, we only made about $6,000. But then we were lucky and we got good lines and better lines and better lines. So it was very good to us. So you didn't really... We got it at the right time. Mm -hmm. Now, see, now, like, now your dad is lucky that he has whatever he has because they didn't have all the online buying that they have now and all the big uh, uh, wholesale places and everything. We sold to the department stores and to the small town small gift shops and big gift shops and Hallmark stores. And it was very good to us. I, I explain it like you're the middleman between the manufacturer right. and when things actually land in the store. Like you're the middleman, yes, right? right, right. Well, that's what the term means, manufacturer's representative. representative. You represent the manufacturer to the store buyer. And mm-hmm. you... Um, would go around all over southeast Michigan and try to... We divided up our territory because your mother was only 10 years old when we started. And I and we had always been across the street, and she was kind of worried about us going, her dad leaving in the, in the morning and going out to Lansing or Detroit or someplace. And she always said, "That's how the that's how the term one two came." I love you. God bless you. Come home safe. That's a family and saying. She, she used to say that every morning when she left for school. She'd say I, to Dad, "I love you. God bless you. Come safe." And finally, she said, "That's too long. Takes too much time." I'm saying one two oh. <laughs> One means I love you, two means be safe. Oh, Mom. So that was she good. Was, she was we, clever. You know where that one tool came from. That's right. And we still say it. The little girls say it. Do you say it? I say it all the time. Right. Say it to Rowan and say it to everybody. One tool has one meaning. Two now maybe more people who listen to this episode will say it. Yes. It'll spread spread around, become That's a thing. Good. That's good. One you think anybody will be interested in Grandma's dissertation? Oh, I think so. Okay. I think reaching 95 is a big, a big well, deal. Yes. I don't know what the percentage is, lifespans, of what the percentage of people that reach 95. It might be a good thing for you to research and see. Oh, I'll research that. Mm-hmm. And look and see. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it. I don't know too many ninety-five-year-olds. No, no. I mean, just on my own. I mean, all basic my knowledge. Grandma Mike is still living, and she's an Annie's age, ninety-eight. But she's the only one of our old group. They're all gone. Irene Bowles just died a couple weeks ago, and uh, they're just dropping. You know. So Nan and I are hanging in there. You are. You're hanging hanging in there tightly. Well. That's pretty good, Graham. I think with both of us, the thing is, if we can stay on two feet. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a fall, break a hip or something, and it's different. And that's why I'm so careful. 
And I tell Joe and everybody, if I fall, it won't be because I'm not careful. When I go downstairs, I sometimes hang on with both hands, go carefully. And slowly. And slowly, right. I don't try to hurry. I've noticed that about you. You um, you take your time. Oh, you're you're yes. okay taking your time. That's right. You can't hurry. You can't hurry. You can't rush it. Uh-uh. You can't rush yourself. No, no. There's because no point. Because I can feel... I can feel uh, my strength diminishing even this last year. Mm-hmm. Now, if I not seen you in a year, have I? Yeah, this is the we haven't seen no, each other in a year. You can see that I'm a little bit more, you know. Well, your mind's still and, working okay. Yes, my mind. I you think read is a lot. Than, yes. I what was the last book that you read? I'm reading one now that's kind of interesting, and it's called. <laughs> That your favorite sons or something like that. I've got it with me out there. And it's the story of the families of various presidents that we've had, starting with Roosevelt and then going back, Calvin Coolidge, and, and it has Clinton's in it and uh, Reagan's in it. It's kind of interesting. The it's fam- a good history. Family life that they had, you know. You also read Michelle Obama's book recently. Yes, and I liked it very much. And I also read Melinda Gates' book. What was that called? I can't remember. Let me see. Believe, I think, was Michelle Obama's. I have to look. We'll have to get back but to I people on that. But I liked it very much. See, I have, I have great admiration for Bill and Melinda Gates. I mean, she graduated from Duke. She married well, but they haven't just sat on their money. They've they, done wonderful things in foreign countries. They've done wonderful things for people. And they don't just write a check. They go right, she goes right and sits down with those people from Africa and, and talks to the children, and, and she becomes part of them. Part and of I it. Think, yeah. I think they are greatly to be admired. They're good people. They're that's good for people. sure. They're good people. Absolutely. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation. I've learned a lot about you that I've just never actually had, I guess, the context of or the good. forum to ask you. Sure. So this sure. is great. be good memory for you. Good, great memory. Great memory. Right. All right. right. Say bye. Bye! 120. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Me, Myself, and Millie. Follow us on Instagram at Me, Myself, Millie for more podcast updates. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and share on social media. A special thanks to my husband, Rowan Brooks, for technical support and Cal Reichenbach, who did all the music you heard in this episode. You can check him out at calzonemusic.com. Thanks, cutie bums, and see you next week.